I'm Curious Cass, and this is Curiosity Junkie. Happy New Year's Eve. We are on the cusp of starting a new year, new things happening, wrapping up the things of 2023. Ah, I just have to take a deep breath and a sigh for a second. (laughs) 2023. Mm, What a year it has been. I'm not even really sure that I would say it's been a bad year or a good year. It's just been a year that felt so busy, like constant moving, going. I feel like my anxiety levels have been elevated this year. Just a lot of stuff going on. First, let's do a little recap of the podcast, and then we'll talk a little bit about the personal life of 2023, and then what I'm looking forward to in 2024. So for the podcast, Buzzsprout is where I host my um, podcast, and they send out kind of an overview, a recap of your year in review. And I always find it really interesting because I just assume people in Kansas City are listening because that's where I'm from. I don't really take into account that I literally, my voice is all over the world. So it was kind of fun to see, one, what the top episodes were, and then what countries and what cities I'm in. First off, top episodes. Number one. The interview with Guru Dahan, and we talked about trauma, PTSD, addiction, and then his healing journey. It was a great conversation. I want to say it was a little over an hour. So interesting, his life. Really amazing. Take a listen. That was the number one downloaded podcast. Number two. Belonging is lifetime work. That one was really just me kind of reflecting on belonging. It's a pretty short one. Absolutely give that one a listen. And then Father's Day, my favorite memory and in quotes, someday. That one kind of speaks to (laughs) my dad, someday. That was his favorite word, literally. He used it all the time. And I think why it really stuck out when I think of my dad is he had a list of inventions that he wanted to make happen. He had stories that he had in his head for each of the grandchildren. He was an amazing storyteller, grew up listening to him tell stories when we saw him playing his guitar they were stories of Cowboy Mo and Cowboy Joe. They were basically stories for us girls who had gotten in trouble or something we were dealing with. We had no idea. We just loved listening to him tell us stories. 
But he had all of these beautiful things that he was going to do someday. And that is my most fond memory of my father because he never did any of it. His inventions are still written on a pad of paper. He has since passed. And the stories, thank goodness, like, ah, I just am so grateful for the time that I got to spend with him in Georgia in and around 2018, 2019. And he was telling me about these stories that he had in his head written for each of the grandchildren. I pulled out my phone as he, he had told the first story and I missed it. And I realized this might be my only opportunity to record these. And so I pulled out my phone and hit record and recorded his voice telling those stories, which was so fortunate and it's just so beautiful. And then I have taken those and um, edited them and put them um, in an MP3 and sent them out to my sisters for them to share with their children, because it is my dad's voice telling the story that he in his head while driving to work created for this grandchild or groups of grandchildren together. Then number four was with author Michelle Dowd. She wrote the book Forager, Field Notes for Surviving a Family Cult. Very interesting. Cults are a real thing. They're still happening today. And I love these stories. I think this is the fav- my favorite thing about talking to people. Every single one of us have stories. And most of us, I'm not going to say everyone, but most of us come out of it on the other side in a better place. It was like we needed to go through this so that we could be whatever we needed to be. And her story is amazing. She's doing amazing things today. Recommend checking it out. Get the book and um, have a listen to the episode. And then (laughs) this one tickles me. Number five is Road Rage. That just tells me, and I think honestly, it has gotten the most downloads, not even just for this year, but um, for for the whole time I've been podcasting, which I believe is three years now, started in 2020, road rage. It's a thing. Like I drive almost every day for work and (laughs) I can't help it. I'm very verbal when I drive. I'm a safe driver, but I'm very verbal. I love it when people don't turn their blinkers on and start coming over or they're like almost at your back bumper And there's literally no one behind you. And they speed up and try to squeeze in between the car in front of you and you like what? Yeah. Road rage. It's a real thing. Uh, There's a lot of statistics and um, information in that podcast. I was just talking with my very best friend today (laughs) and I said, I think I need to do a follow up to road rage because I want to put a dash cam in my car. Two reasons. One, to catch the craziness that happens on the highway on a daily basis. And two, just to listen to myself (laughs) because everyone's an idiot. I literally, I'm like, yeah, sure. Come on over without using your blinker. 
what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm very, very verbal. Not to the point where like I'm flipping people off or raising my hands or I just kind of like stay in my little seat and speak my speak. Like you couldn't tell if I was singing a song to the radio or whatever, but I have done the occasional finger flip um, because people can't be stupid, myself included. All right. So road rage, check it out. It really is more about statistics and just kind of what happens to our brain. It's a real thing when we get in the car and um, feel like someone is keeping us from where we want to be. Road rage. Now, the cool thing is that Buzzsprout says I am currently in 14 countries, which is awesome. Curiosity Junkie is being listened to in 14 countries. What? That's crazy. Of course, the number one is the U.S. Two is Canada, which is really interesting. Okay, three is Germany. Four is Kuwait. Who is listening in Kuwait? Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. So excited to have you listening. And Australia. Australia, thank you. All right. The next one Buzzsprout sent over was the most popular cities. Not surprising that the number one city that listens to my podcast is Kansas City. Go Chiefs. (laughs) Um, I am from Kansas City. I spent 50 plus years in Kansas City. And then my mom moved to Arizona and I came to visit and fell in love and decided to join her in Arizona. Number two city most popular, most listened to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I don't even know where that is, but thank you all for tuning in and listening. And then number three, Rockford, Michigan, go Michigan, Frankfurt, AM, Maine, Heath. I have no idea where that is, but again, thank you all so much for tuning in, downloading and listening. Continue to do so. Number five was Glenside, Pennsylvania. Rock on with yourself, Pennsylvania. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for kind of the recap of Curiosity Junkie, the podcast, where it is, who's listening, the favorite episodes this year. I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who continues to indulge my creative outlet to say thank you for downloading, for listening, for sharing, for leaving your reviews. The podcast is extremely therapeutic for me. Things pop into my brain and they will stay there until I speak them. So Thank you for letting me speak the things that get stuck in my brain. It is an amazing creative outlet for me, and I do crave a creative outlet. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening, and downloading. And then on a personal note, we have to recap, you know, life in general, right? 2023. I don't know what it was about 2023, but it just felt spirally. It felt spirally from the beginning of the year until literally the end of the year. Spiral. I also like to think of like that wobbly, like a weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. 
yeah, I know I'm dating myself, but still, it's just that unstable three. It's the number three spiraling. Okay. Personal note, 2023. 2023 definitely had its ups and downs um, in in the personal life. Not all good, not all bad. Like it was a good year. I shouldn't say like spiral doesn't mean it's a bad year for me. It just means like the words that come to mind for spiral are chaos and anxiety, unstable, those are three great words. That's what 2023 literally felt like for me. And I think that comes with change. I had a lot of change in 2023. All of it really good, but change is hard. And it does create that maybe a little bit of like insecurity because the unknown Things that changed for me in 2023 were my job in, I don't know, probably the end of the first quarter, March, April, I started a new job that I absolutely love. You know, they say that you don't leave your job, you leave your boss. And I think for the first time, that is absolutely true. Well, No, I shouldn't say for the first time. There have been many times I've left jobs because of bosses or upper management. And I'm glad I did. This new job has been amazing. Again, though, it's a new job. So you're constantly learning something new. Takes at least a year, maybe two, when you step into an upper management position to really feel solid and grounded in your role and the company, all its policies and procedures. So that's been a challenge. I'm loving it. Don't get me wrong. I love learning. So right up my alley and it's people and filled with joy literally every day, even if the days are filled with overwhelm and anxiety. (laughs) I think there's a crazy piece of me that loves retail for that aspect, the chaos of retail. Mm -hmm. I think I'm addicted to it. But anyway, the new company, their mission is to bring joy one bite at a time. Now, who wouldn't love working for a company that that's their mission? Next, relationships. Yes, we all want them. Some of you have them. They seem to elude me. Um, I do like the thought of being in a relationship, but conversations with my daughter, she has said, I hope you don't mind me sharing this left one. She has told me, I think the perfect relationship would be each person having their own home, possibly attached with a walkway. You go to one place, somebody cooks. Maybe you spend the night, but you literally get up and walk and have your own space. You get to decorate it the way you want to decorate it. It is your space. It's not a shared space. It's your personal refuge, your space. And I go, that is beautiful. Yes, 
find the person that wants that, that is your soulmate. (laughs) I'm like, and the more I think about it, I go, how perfect. Let's say you've got a snorer. You're not going to sleep good. Separate bedrooms. I had a lot of people say, yeah, we sleep in separate bedrooms. There's nothing wrong with that. Why do we shame that? Why not have separate homes? You don't feel like cooking or you don't have the capacity to be tolerating another human being. You just say so. Hey, I got nothing tonight. I'm going to go be in my space. Enjoy your evening. (laughs) And you go do your own thing. I don't know. I think it's a beautiful thing. Maybe that's what I need. My own space where I can go and visit somebody else and then come home and be with my own things, sleep in my own bed, (laughs) decorate my own house. I will say this. The relationship ended beautifully. We are very dear friends. I value his friendship, his partnership, and we still go and do things together and talk on the phone. Not all bad. Like I said, it's not like it was a bad year, just a year filled with change. And when you end a relationship and you live with someone, that means even more change. So I got an apartment, which I love. I was very excited about having my own place. It has water, like a little pond lake with ducks and turtles. And I absolutely love it. I got to decorate it in the colors that bring me absolute joy, which right now are gold and like a sage green or a forest green. Love it. It's absolutely beautiful. I do enjoy living alone. Took me a long time to get to the comfort of enjoying time with myself. I will say there are many moments where I come home and I'm like, I so want to share my day with someone that either I'll call my daughter. Sometimes she's available. Sometimes she's not. I'll try my mom. And if no one's available or I don't really want to bug anyone, I just talk to myself. (laughs) So there's, I think that's the downside of living by yourself. When you do want someone to be there, it's not there. Now, that doesn't mean I don't enjoy living alone. I'm just going to say it again. I absolutely love it. The peace, the serenity, the freedom to not have to say yes to things that you don't want to do, events, people outings, like any of that, you get to choose. You don't have to compromise at all. Lovely. But there is something to the compromise as well. Double-edged sword? I guess so. The next thing I think about 2023 that felt wobbly, maybe filled with um, anxiety, and I'm not really even sure why, was like the self-care piece. I did not really do a lot for my own mental health because it was so full of change and new things that I found myself just kind of in that mode of just keep moving forward taking each day as it came, deal with that today. I think I found myself several times saying, somebody would say, how are you? And I'd be like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. (laughs) I actually got a shirt that says that. 
my meditation practice fell off. It was hit and miss. Like I had really good weeks and I had good months, but then something would happen that would just wig out my morning routine. And then that tends to spiral. And so no consistency, which creates the the unstable, wobbly anxiety for me. So getting back to that practice of every morning, getting up, having my coffee, grabbing my journal, so important for my mental health, sitting down, playing my favorite piece of music on Insight Timer. I have a couple. Sonic Yogi is one of them. He does the intro outro music now. Thank you, Sonic Yogi. You know I love you. Consistent self-care is kind of a priority for me in 2024. I just love saying 2024 and know that sounds crazy, but four, that is, that's just such a strong number. Okay, we're, we're going to get into that. So in 2023, like I mentioned, I did lose my dad and my stepmother and they passed within about a month of each other. I know that happens a lot in older couples who have been married for as long as my dad and my stepmother were married, 54 years. That is a lifetime for some people. So kudos to them. They did enjoy each other's company. They were happy. They laughed. And I think honestly, they were still in love up to the point where my dad passed. And I do believe that she died of a broken heart. Like I said earlier, not super close with my dad. Close, don't get me wrong. Close, just not the typical father-daughter relationship where, like I said about my mom, if she were to pass, it it will, it, it will devastate my world. My dad was just like the uncle passing. I'm sorry that he's gone. Yes, there were tears, but I'm not, I I didn't see him on a daily basis. Never did. My mom, yes, that will be, that will be devastating. Mom, you're living to be, you know, 110. That would be great. Maybe I pass before you do. (laughs) That's a terrible thing to say. (laughs) But mom, you know, I love you. Thank you for all you've done. So I mentioned 2024. Something about when you say four, it's strong. It's solid. It's maybe it's because it makes me think of a square. I've always been a square person. I like a square mirror. I like a square anything. I'm not a big circle fan. To me, a circle feels like chaos almost. Uh, Spiral. I, I can't even explain it. But four, solid. It's solid. Four legs on a chair four tires on a car, like four, it's a solid number. I kind of like eight too, because four goes into eight. (laughs) It has two top and a bottom. I don't know. Literally crazy thoughts here, but I'm just sharing. I'm being vulnerable. Um, My actual favorite number is 14. I know I first identified it as my favorite number, my junior year in high school. Powder puff football. We were getting jerseys. Someone said, you need to pick a number and a name for the back. Okay. So I did 14 and Kermit. 
because I was into the Muppets at the time. I love me some Kermit and Miss Piggy. But 14, my number was 14. Why I chose it, I have no idea, but it is still to this day my absolute favorite number on every lottery ticket I ever buy. Not that I buy a lot. Maybe I should buy more. But something I have noticed, and I've thought about this many, many times in different years as as the new years roll in, that the years that are ending in a four or an eight tend to be years that powerful things happen in my world. And when I say powerful, I mean like they tend to be really good, solid years. The ones that are filled with like growth, personal growth, or maybe adventure and travel. Uh, They could be self-discovery years, but those years have always ended in a four or an eight. I have no idea what that means. I'm not a numerology person. I just know that those numbers speak to me, 14, four, and eight. Other than that, I am super excited to walk into 2024 to see what it brings for me as well as my loved ones and my dear friends. I know that I do have at least two things on the horizon coming to me in 2024 that I am already excited about and cannot wait for them to happen. They are happening. I know they are, Um, but super excited. And we'll talk about those as they come up. I have no idea what the podcast will bring in 2024. You know me, whatever pops into my brain, I get on here and I share it. If I find a book that I love or the subject that I'm curious about, I can find an author that will speak to me. I love having them on. It's always about someone's journey to discovering themselves or walking through something traumatic and coming out the other side in a better place, mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever that is. I love sharing those stories. Powerful. And with that, 2023 is a wrap. Thank you all so much for tuning in, listening, downloading, sharing, and reviewing the Curiosity Junkie podcast. I can't thank you enough for your continued support with this podcast, this creative outlet. Thank you. Have an amazing 2024. Stay safe and stay curious, my friends. Mm -hmm.